We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Lightyear's Emergency Podcast. Sam, what the fuck is going on? I'm so excited right now. We, I've wanted to do an emergency pod for so long, but they've been so boring. There's never been a reason to do an emergency pod. Here we are. We got real drama. We got. Oh, this is way more than I expected. I, I think uh, I, I'm not going to act like I know I have any type of sources. So I'm always the eternal you're, optimist. As, you're, as you're Sam. pulling it out. <laughs> You're full of it. Yep. We, I know. I know you know. Um, this the is Light not, Years podcast I, never lies. It's 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 you know, that is factual. But this is crazy. I did not expect it to blow up like this in this fashion. I thought whatever was happening in the locker room would just stay in the locker room. But apparently, Draymond, like a lot of fans, um, are tired of this act. Are tired of Kevin Durant just doing whatever he wants to organization, letting him do And it's not even a bad – like, Katie's right, right? Do you agree with me? Katie was right. He should have gotten the ball. Yeah, so let's let's um, let's um start from the beginning here. So yeah, first let's, off, let's, the play – Let's cut it up. I'm too amped. I'm too amped. Yeah, let's start Go with ahead. the play. Draymond took the rebound and went. I know uh, Draymond wasn't looking for the shot. Draymond thought he had guys filling the lanes. He was hoping to, you know, dish it to Katie or Clay, whoever was open, and they'd take the last shot. KD wanted the ball immediately so he could walk it up. 
just it, it's kind of the perfect example of the two different styles. You know, the Warriors had played that one way before KD came. You know, everyone runs, everyone fills a lane, ball movement. KD is more of a, a hero ball kind of guy. Um, it was kind of a funny way for it to manifest itself, but that happens. Nine out of ten times they figure out what to do in that situation, and whether they make or miss it, they get a good shot, you know? So I didn't think it was that big a deal, but the aftermath – Katie was visibly upset he didn't get it, and then they get into it, and Draymond just unloads on him. Um, I, this was this was so it was not about the play. Like I don't no, no, think, this was I don't, this, this is was not, a year buildup. You know, you know the yep. first thing I thought of, I thought of D West last year saying, "You don't know what went on behind the scenes. This wasn't easy. This is." It's not, yeah, I mean, this is kind of Draymond looking at Kevin Durant and, and saying, like, why, like, why are we, why are we doing this for you? Like, Draymond's, and whether he be right or wrong, okay, Draymond's, we'll, we'll break this down. You're t- you're two in the weeds. What do you mean by why are we doing this for you? So it, it, Draymond's essentially saying, hey, Steph is out. This is my team. In, in short, right? This is my offense. This is my defense. I was the guy that was here before. Right. This is up to me to decide what we're going to do. I'm sure that's what he was thinking. And KD, rightfully so, is like, hey, I'm the best player on the floor right now. It's not even close. Give me the ball. I'm going to handle this. Right. Uh, and see, I think it's a little I think it's a little um, it's a little more than that. I think Draymond thinks, you know, we're the Warriors. We play one way. We move the ball. I'm as important as you are. You know, it's not like Draymond saying I'm the decision maker. It's just like I got the ball. I'm not deferring to you like. I'm, you know, J.R. Smith in Cleveland. I'm, you know, I'm just as, you know, I will find you. You get open, I will find you. So it's one of those, it's one of those things where I think the Warriors, the players and the organizations have a difference between how they want to treat Kevin Durant. I think the players, I think Kevin Durant wants to be that central figure like LeBron. The players are saying, and, and and I think it's mostly Draymond. I think the other players care too, but not as much as Draymond. And they're saying like, hey, no, 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 this is not our style. We want to do essentially what you're saying. And the organization on the other side is saying like, hey, we're going to do whatever KD wants, right? We're just going to give him to him. And, and you get it. And it's I get KD. both sides of it. Those dudes want a title but, without him. They beat KD's OKC team. They came within a shot of going back-to-back without him. They wanted, People forget. They wanted to get KD because they knew with KD, we have a chance to be the greatest team ever. We can rack up rings. People are going to look at us like Showtime, like the 60s Celtics. You know, one of those teams where you look in the history books, you're like, dude, they won like seven titles in eight years or something crazy like that. Um, But in KD's mind, KD's like, you guys didn't win. You needed me. And I think that's what it comes down to. I'm positive – Draymond does not think they need KD. He thinks KD makes them better. He thinks KD you know, he thinks KD makes them better, but he thinks they can win a title without KD because in his mind he did it. I'm sure Steph and Clay feel the same way too. Um, hey, we're better with KD. He's maybe the best player on the team, but we can do it without you. So we're not gonna and, we're not gonna bend over for you. And I think this type of stuff happens in year one. Right? This is year one stuff. This is not year three, we're about to win our third title in the row type of stuff. This is year one, we don't know what we're doing with each other type of thing. So it, it's it been that easy where it hasn't come up. And now it's, See, it's I, coming I, up I, because... I kind of disagree. I think this is disease and more stuff. I think in year one, remember that Memphis <sighs> game where Draymond 
lit into KD and he just took it? Because I think in year one, KD's like, I'm just going to fit in, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing. Kate, I don't think I don't think KD got that mad. I think KD was just kind of like, yeah, Draymond, like, screw off or whatever it is, right? I think Draymond just kept going at him. I don't think KD cared that much. I think he would have been okay with it. But I think Draymond just got sick of it. Like, he, it was just, like, three years of buildup of, like, yo, right. we're doing this, 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 and this for you. You're signing one-on-ones. You're talking about going to Chase Center and, and getting, you know, like, you know, athletic posts. And then you're still kind of sitting here and saying you don't know what you're doing. Like, that's what you're doing? You know what I mean? Like, you've been doing that and, you, and you're not going to tell us what is going on because so let's we, go into the, you know, let's go into the not contra- saying what's going on. Let's go into the contract thing. I think that's a bigger part of it than people think. That's the biggest part. That's the, right? That's the biggest part. So right now the Warriors don't know what Katie's going to do. He's signing one and ones. Meanwhile, Steph signed a five year. Clay no wa- trade clause. Clay wants no. He doesn't have a trade. No trade. Yeah, I know he doesn't have one. Yeah, he yeah. No, no, no. Tra- oh, no, no trade clause. There anyway, you go. go there you go. Clay yeah. would sign a five year if they offered him, uh, you know, going rate for his services Correct. right now. But they're not. Draymond would also, and they're not. They're not because. They want to supermax KD, yes. and then they yes. want to squeeze Clay and Draymond because no one can afford to pay. Whoa, whoa, aggregate, aggregate. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's the reality. Paying four guys that much money, two of them being $200 million deals, no one can afford that, not even the Warriors. And they've made it very clear they want to keep, you know, KD and Steph are the only untouchables. Remember Lakeup said that a year ago? The only untouchables are, Clay, are KD and Steph. I don't know why that didn't get more headlines. I think most people just kind of took it as like, well, yeah, it makes sense. They're the two best players, and like they're on a different level. But that's not going to play well when you're Clay. Clay, Clay knows if um, KD leaves, he gets a bigger offer. If KD stays, he might have to look at other teams if he wants money. If it's about the money, you know what I mean. So I think it's and and the the worst of it is. He won't sign that deal. He's taking these one and ones. Now I know he can't sign a five year until next year, but he's he's keeping the door open in a way that they're not. Those two would yes, si- That's those two point. would sign yes. if they if they got offered the same money. It's it's basically let's put it this way: if the Warriors and Lakers offered Clay the same money, Clay is going to stay. Same with Draymond. Do we know that with KD? Do they know it? I, that that's 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 the that's the crux. That's the that's is all. That is all of it, right? That's they are treating KD that way because it's and are they wrong? That's the other thing. Are they wrong? You can kind of put it back on on us and be like, yo, no, let's go to their do the same with KD? They didn't like, have to. They didn't have to recruit KD. People people say they were soft too, but they sacrificed for that. Steph. Steph could have averaged 30 the last four years. He didn't because he, you know, get a better player. Let's, you know, team, team over individual. We're going to have the greatest team of all time. He could have run it back with the same team, probably won another title at some point, but he wouldn't have won like, you know, the potential to win five in a row. Clay and Draymond both sacrificed stats to make the team better as well. They didn't have to do that. And look around the rest of the league. Not a lot of guys are willing to do that. They're they're willing to team up as long as they still get their numbers and it's on their terms. So so, so I think they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Um, at the same time, 
let's let's try to get into KD's perspective on this. KD thinks he's the best player on earth. He might be. He's he's certainly in the same tier as LeBron and Steph. And I, I don't care what anyone says. In 2018, he's not you know significantly worse than any of them. He's he's in that tier, and he can certainly play better than them. He's on better any given. than LeBron right now. It's not even yeah. close. Not even so, close. So, but no one no one treats him as such, and I think that drives him nuts. He said it in a Zach Lowe piece where um, he said, you know, I could dominate the ball and average, you know, all these assists, but I wouldn't get to show my all-around game. It was kind of a, a veiled shot at guys like LeBron and Westbrook who, like, put up the triple-double numbers but don't play defense, don't work off here, ball, don't here, do any of that stuff. Here's the thing with KD. If he's going to – here's the thing that's always been the issue with KD. If you're going to go in on something, if you're going to be that guy and take those shots – do it. Go 110% and be that person. But he doesn't, right? right he right. always he wants to play all the sides. Steph, I don't know how he is, right? How he truly feels, but he goes all into, hey, I'm a sacrifice. I don't care what people say. And then he has his own fans that come out of it. And Clay, same thing. Draymond, same thing. With KD, it's like, I want to be this guy. And then on the opposite side, I also want to be, you know, the guy that LeBron stands love and the guy that everyone right. else he, like, You he, can't have everyone love you, man. That's not how this works. Like, he most definitely knows the right basketball play, and he could recognize, like, when he's doing stuff off-ball where he's not getting stats, like, he's helping the team and he's showing an all-around game. But at the same time, he sees people just praise triple-doubles and certain statistical accomplishments, and he's sitting here going, I could do that. I could do that just as well as that guy. Is that what you want me to do? Is that what I have to do to get the praise? You know, mm-hmm. so he's fighting that internal battle, which is kind of the crux of KD. He doesn't know what he wants. You know, it's, I don't think he has, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a bad guy. And I certainly don't think it's a, a malicious thing where he's like looking to screw someone over. I literally think he kind of bounces back and forth and doesn't know what he wants. And so let's look at it. Look, let's look at it from a Draymond perspective. Draymond is wants. the and Draymond is the guy that also recruited KD and, and great friends with KD and, and brought him to the Bay Area and say, Hey, this is what we can do from you. A, B, C, and D. From all from everything that we know, the Warriors have fulfilled A, B, C, D, and E, right? For Kevin Durant. Right. So what is it more in Draymond's mind that KD wants? Do you want to be the face of the team? Great. We'll put you in front of the Chase Center statue. We'll put you in front of the posters. But they can put him on the front of it. But is he the face? I I know. I know. I know. I know. Right. So that's the. So then is that the thing? And if that's the thing, like you're saying, KD's not being malicious about it. It's just the way you are as a player and as a person doesn't endear yourself the same way. But it's not his fault. It's not his fault, but it's wearing on the players to where they're like, dude, if that's affecting how you how you are and how you feel about the team, what the hell more do we have to do here? Right. And is that if that's the reason why you keep signing one and ones and aren't committing long term, then what is the point of all of this? Just say you're leaving. And I'm, I'm not saying like just say and come out and say, Kevin Durant, hey, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be the warrior anymore. But why are we operating under this shroud of darkness which is kind of what like lebron did with cleveland it's which like is fair up. yeah fair but golden state is not cleveland lake up is not dan gilbert so why are we why are we they getting treated steph's not way? kyrie 
<laughs> Stuff Harry has better, better handle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say is you're right. Like on some level, they're, they're sitting back going to, going to, going to, we won 73. We want a title. Um, we like you. We want you here, but we don't need you. Cleveland needed LeBron. We don't need you, you know? But I really do think it just comes more back to the money. Draymond's Draymond and Clay both don't know. They both took a discount last time. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I mean they both signed before they blew up too. So, but I mean the, the reality could have is more. they could have they could have bet on themselves and made a little more. Um, the bigger thing is, if I was in their shoes, I'd want to know: Am I going to get that offer from the Warriors, or do I have to start looking elsewhere? Because that's what that's what normal people would do in that situation, right? You want to know if you know you. Is this going to be home for the next five, six years? Or should I start looking, you know, uh, at other situations? Um, and they can't know until the KD thing is resolved. That's the reality of it. And and here's the thing. Would you say the most likely thing that happens after the season, if if they win a championship, is that KD signs another one and one Probably. I don't know that he's going to sign the five-year. I mean, it's early. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the most likely is he signs a one and then the Warriors have some decisions to make. Um, because, I mean, <laughs> the reality is Clay's going to get a max. If he wants the max, someone's offering it to him next summer. There's too much money. He's too good. There's and there's just not enough guys for the amount I, of money there is. I, but I, I do think that they'll give Clay what he needs to get in order to sign the deal, right? Even if the Warriors end up lowballing him and Clay comes back and says, hey, I got the max from the Lakers. What are you going to do? The Warriors are going to say, hey, we'll give you more than the Lakers. Sign with us, and that'll happen. The bad right. thing, is, and I think Draymond sees this on the wall, is that the Warriors are going to choose Clay over Draymond. They're always going to choose KD over both. And then it gets stuck with Draymond. Here's your, what, like four-year, I don't know, $80 million contract. And when you and, consider the fact of how much he's sacrificed his yes. body, like, I, I mean, he, he plays the style that's, he's the most likely to get injured. He just is, you know, like clay clay is getting a max no matter what. Like there's very little scenarios where clay could injure himself to a point where he still doesn't get a max next summer. Uh, Draymond isn't that guy, you know, KD obviously is that guy too. So Draymond's kind of the one who it's almost like an NFL player holding out because they're like, man, I could take a hit and then this money could not be there. Um, so that's, I really think that's what it is, but let's let's get back to the play because we went off on major tangents. Um, how do we think they react to this? Do we think it's going to cause issues this week, next week, next month, basically this season? Honestly, I don't think it matters. Like I, I don't like I, I kind of feel like this is this is not overblown. This is just the perfect amount of blown pause. But it is something that I feel like once Steph steps, steps back on the court, which is, I think, comes end of the week, whatever, um, that it just blows over. I, I think it's just going to be something that will be managed um, because at the end of the day, uh, KD's mature. Um, I don't think he's the one that's going off on Draymond as much as Dre is going off on him. Draymond is going to be like, hey, listen, we're going to figure this out anyway. It's all about winning. Um, and I think Steph is really the guy here that's going to piece everything back into place. Not that I think it's falling apart, but they're just too good, right? Like, unless Clay, unless I hear that Clay comes out and is starting to go on his own little Draymond little tantrum, 
there's only one Draymond, and you can handle that in the locker room. When we're talking about three explosive personalities, maybe Cousins become that guy. I don't know. But if that happens, then it's wild. But I shout, mean, still, shout out Boogie being the mediator last night. <laughs> you still have Steph. You still have Livingston. You still have Iguodala, right? Like right. those aren't going to – like they're not going to make it worse. And, and once Steph comes back, it will be fine. Um, you know, Steph would have Steph would have given that ball up real quick last night too. Believe that he would. <laughs> Steph would have Steph would have ran the lane and Draymond would have passed ahead. Um, um, yeah. But I mean, I think this is what it comes down to. This will probably be blown over, but having this much talent with that much money with all these options. I mean, this stuff happened with the '90s Bulls. There's famous stories about Pippen yelling. Uh, pay me or I won't play at Jerry Krause, the GM. Um, it's I, I think it's a lot more about, you know, what's going forward. Is this thing going to be together? Or are we done at the end of this year than it is about any specific play? Yeah. I mean, who do you think – who do you think uh, – who do you think uh, suspended Draymond? Because <laughs> Steve Kerr said it was his decision. I don't think it was Steve's decision. Steve doesn't act with a, with an iron <laughs> fist. He does. He does when it comes to back screens, but not with this one like this. Um, I think it was organizational. I think Myers was involved. I think ownership was probably involved, um, and I think Steve did exactly what he has to do. He has to deal with these players every day. He's like, "Hey, this is my decision." I'll, you know, Draymond. I'm be surprised. Mad I'm actually I'm surprised. surprised. I, I actually, I'm actually a little. I actually don't don't like it that much that they did that because it kind of. It's like if you if you it's like a Twitter it's like a tweet right from twenty let's say like twenty ten right and you say something that you sh- you shouldn't have said in today's climate and you s- publicly apologize that kind of blows it up right um, instead yeah. of just ignoring it and having it you know die down they're kind of saying like hey this is an admission of what's going on right now we're just going to suspend Draymond by doing that you kind of put a focus on that particular issue. And that's the thing I have an issue with. It's like, hey, if so, you just don't so let's do anything, think about it's it from fine. the organization's perspective. We think obviously priority number one is appeasing KD because they want to keep him, and that's fair um, to a degree. I think priority number two was they they worry about Draymond going off the deep end. It's it's always been a thing with this team. Um, back to sixteen. Um, and they know that they can go at him a little harder than they go to other guys. I don't know if it's the right decision. Um, I wouldn't have done it, but I think it was about just kind of like knock it off. We're not doing this like I'm mad about who's staying, who's going. We're just playing these games, and Is that's that going to work. Is that going to work with someone like Draymond? I don't know. Um, what do you think Draymond said? Do you like, think we're going to suspend you? Do you think it makes it? better if they do nothing because i think he'll just keep talking you yeah i mean mean, he doesn't want to lose game checks they're not going to spend more than a game but you also kind of i don't know man like it's their organization is not taking sides they're not saying hey we oh they're taking sides (laughs) that's the thing they're very clearly taking sides yeah um I, i take it back as i said it i'm not hedging here they are, and you know what? And the spin is going to be that we don't conduct ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in the business of trying to win championships, whose side do you take? It's not close. I mean, honestly, if they have, if if KD signs a five year, 
with Steph's, well, I guess Steph has four more years left. So either, but you have them. It'll be tougher without certain guys, but you're pretty much always a contender with those two. You just have to not, you know, you just have to make the right moves around the roster. So I get it from the from the perspective of we want to win as many rings as possible. You you have to go with priority A. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's going away. I think we're gonna get some more of this, and I think they hardlined it with this. I think they hardlined it with the suspension, is saying, you know, we're not tolerating this. Go 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 complain to your you know your wife or girlfriend at home, but don't don't do this stuff in the locker room. I love it. I love it. This is what the Warriors needed. David West, you said David West said something about the locker room. I mean, I guess. But this is like the drama that the Warriors have been without and we've seen for the Lakers, right? I mean, like, the Warriors aren't the Spurs. You know what I mean? Like, they've got Draymond. Kerr wants them to be the Spurs. But they're they are not, the not. They are not. Yeah. Like, if it was Steph and Clay and, and KD, then, yeah, probably they'd be the Spurs. But there's Draymond. And that's why they're greater than the Spurs ever was, right? right. Because of that. And so this is what this is what happens, like, for people, I guess, that are, like, really, like, shin their pants or whatever like this is kind of what happens with with when you win a lot and you have a lot of explosive personalities you get to the top because of that you get there because people are all fucking like wild right because draymond is the way he is and katie's the way so you become great and then sometimes shit happens all right man well that's good we're done with this emergency episode (laughs) nice Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.